ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of It Is What It Is, 8bit.net's news and current affairs podcast. Each and every week we bring you all our takes on all the news you need to know about. No subject is off limits and no take is too hot. I'm your host, Jack Cruz, and joining me this week, from the pop culturists, it's the rambunctious Ryan Betson, or Betty or Betsy. (laughs) <laughs> I was wondering where you were going to go because that's what I am enjoying listening to like all the little uh, the different like adjectives I guess you use to mm. describe people as they come on I'm like oh mm-hmm. who's going to go with me this could be interesting yeah rambunctious I'm pretty happy with that that's yeah. I, I think you nailed like, on the head you like it yeah I go with that uh, how are you my friend thank you thank you for joining us I'm good us. man no worries thanks for having me man I've been no, uh, you know big fan listen, listen for quite a while as I'm sure everyone says that comes on yeah um, but no I really dig the show man it's really good no, awesome, man. Oh, thank you. Thank you for being here. I must say, uh, <coughs> to our listeners, excuse my um, my voice. I've just come directly from the uh, from the football, watching my beloved Bulldogs finally get a win this year. So um, I'm a little bit scratchy, but uh, it's good. <laughs> I, I've just come, come off for eight days of no voice, so uh, it could turn any minute. <laughs> that's good. Well, we're matching each other. That's uh, that's uh, yeah. Suddenly, it becomes you know this, com- this discussion between de- varying Batman. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got Troy Baker. We got a bit of Mark Hamill. No, Mark Hamill was a Joker. Um, bit of uh, bit of Affleck, bit of Bale. Um, now, now, Ryan, for uh, for our listeners who might not be aware of yourself or your escapades, mm-hmm. uh, give us a, give us a little bit of a uh, little bit about yourself. A little bit of who is your daddy and what does he do? All right, um, my name's Ryan Betson. Uh, I'm a wife to Millie. A father to James. Uh, I am the editor-in-chief and co-founder of The Pop Culturist, a personality-based pop culture entertainment outlet based out of Geelong in the Victorias. Uh, we are the host of what I would like to consider the legitimate number one PlayStation <laughs> podcast in Australia, or made in Australia. Yeah, we can um, confirm that now. <laughs> yeah, for the players. But yeah, no, like, that's what we do. We, we pretty much do movies and games and uh, you know, live streams and whatever, what everyone does on the internet these days. Excellent. Excellent. How long have you guys been going now? Oh, shit. So, uh, f- the pop culture started in 2015, I think, as a radio show. We were a radio show for about nine, ten months on, oh, a, wow. local, on a local radio station here in Geelong. Um, then we progressed to video and worked for another website. And then about two and a bit years ago, we were like, no, we, we got this. And we went solo. And yeah, well, granted, we've had like so many changes since then and how we do it and what our mm. format is. But yeah, no video on YouTube's um, for about a year and a half, two years. And then radio before that. So quite a while. What's it, sorry? Qu- how did that go with when you left that the website with taking like the pop culturists with you? Did you was there any dramas there or were they pretty like pretty? No, no, because yeah. we had the pop culturists before we joined them, so oh, we were joining okay. them as the pop culturists. Therefore, anything yeah, right. we did was ours. Um, so mm. when we made the shift out, we just took everything with us because it was all ours. Essentially, the awesome. gre- the agreement was you're wor- you're working with us as the pop culturists. Therefore, mm. I'm like, yep, cool. Anything we make under that under that banner is our, is ours and we'll take it if we ever go. Yeah. And yeah. then we went Good. and we took it. Good yeah. call. Good call. <coughs> I, I've spent too much, too long and hard and too much money on this on this damn brand to, uh, <laughs> to have it go away. Uh, I absolutely love your set. It's so cool. Thank you very much. Like, the... Um, I love the... That you've got like the... Like the... They're like the sound proofing mm. the, the foam on the back there. Because um, I remember you used to have the... Like the posters, all the posters. Yeah, we used to have a bunch of movies, uh, TV, and like just comics and stuff. All these tons of posters, but we found that it looked um, really busy. 
Yeah. So we saw yeah. we like, oh, let's bring it down, let's simplify it. Then we really yeah. honed in on on like our branding in terms mm. of the pop culture, the logo being, you know, an atom and the atom's purple and black and, and silver and white. So we're like, done, let's just double down on that. That's what we yeah. do. It looks awesome, man. It looks Thanks, all, it's man. nice and clean. It's very sexy. I look oh. forward to one day being in the studio. Yeah, you'll be, in, you'll be here sooner than you think. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, Ryan, as <coughs> yes. is the case most weeks, it's <coughs> it been a massive week in news. Uh, as, as we do every week, we're going to mm-hmm. jump into some rapid-fire news. So I'm going to throw in headlines at you. I want quick responses. The first thing that pops into your head this is word association, hot takes. You ready? Sure. Guess let's do it. All right. Steve Smith, Cam Bancroft, and David Warner all accept their respective bands handed down by Cricket Australia. Good. Like, you fucked up. Take ownership of it. Now, granted, I still don't think this is the biggest issue that it should be. I <laughs> you know, like, like I'm relatively ignorant to the news a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Like, video game news, that's my shit. That's where I'm yeah. at. Yeah, yeah, anything yeah. that's like anything else, I'm like, nah, man, like, you're just depressing. And it, <laughs> so it baffles me this has got as much airtime as it has. Mm. But I, because uh, a lot of the arguments that have come, I know this is a quick fire, but I. Mm. You no, know, get please. get the takes out fast. Yes. Um, it baffles me that like all these people are getting so uppity about it, and this is the big problem. I think a lot of people have mentioned about you know uh, athletes and sportsmen like doing horrible shit, like beating up their partners and whatnot. Mm. But the big mm. thing is a lot of that happens off the field. Still horrible, but off mm. the field. Like this shit happened on the field, so I can certainly mm. understand why that is the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, there was a, it was a it was a harrowing. It was a harrowing week as an Australian sports yeah. fan. After um, after last week of opening your your heart to the issue, like yeah. how are you feeling now? Oh look, I'm okay now. The footy <coughs> season think? is like well into like we're in full swing now for the footy mm. season. So I, I've completely just cricket's done to, for me now for the year. <laughs> um, and as it was just. It was just a horrid sort of like week and a bit. Um, I, I like that they've accepted their bans because that means that it's done now. And yeah. Like we can all move on with our lives. Um, because Oh, I had yeah, no they, problem doing that, but yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny, like a lot of people, yeah, have made the sort of um, the comment about like this was blown up way more than it needed to be and it's not the worst thing in the world to happen and how is this like front back page news like, you know, as much as it was for the, you know, for the, you know, the, the week that, you know, it all went down. But I think it's, a, you know, it goes to show, you know, for the, you know, the majority of the public who are, you know, dying the wall sports fans, how much, mm. you know, it's our sport means to us and how much our um i guess the character of our sporting people and, and our pride i guess as a nation you know how much that means to us and to have that to have our you know i said last week the hierarchy of like the commonwealth is queen prime minister of australia yep. australian cricket captain and that that's <laughs> you know that's real and and for that to be like for us to be spat in our face like that um you know it, it hurts you know no that, like that is true like australia is a sporting country obviously not mm. all of us feel that way but yeah. it really is and you know yeah. think about when, when anytime there is some sort of global event you know that think of, look at look at the look at the news it's nothing but the global sporting event yeah you know like we've, we have a lot of pride in how we perform in mm. the world stage for social mm. uh, for sporting events uh, in some uh, in some ways we do but we'll speak a little bit about that in, uh, in, in a moment or so uh next story facebook estimates three hundred and eleven hundred Australians are among the 87 million users worldwide whose data was shared with Cambridge Analytica. 
Now, I know that most people that, like, have got their information obtained by Cambridge Analytica has, has come from people that share, like, those horrible quizzes of, you know, it's like... <laughs> yeah. Blah, blah, you know like which Big Bang Theory character yeah. are you yeah. and I'm like look Arnie Donner you're pissing me off like yeah, I'm glad yeah, yeah, someone's yeah. got your data no right? I don't want to play fucking farm yeah. go away <laughs> yeah like I have no time for criminal case go away <laughs> like your data is in better hands than you right yeah, now yeah it's yeah, a good point a good no point. it's horrible shit dude like fa- like fa- facebook is fucked to put it yeah. simply um I-, I use it because I have to for like you know uh social marketing and whatnot yeah. but if I if I could, I'd probably boot it. It's, it's trash. Yeah, and this is I, just further proof of you know the biggest biggest concern about Facebook security. This is more of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I'm I'm very much now like I only use Facebook. There's a couple of forums that I'm in. Um, there's a couple of gaming ones and a, and a couple of sporting ones that I'm in and and obviously participate in having discussions around that because I don't use Reddit or anything like that. Mm. Um, and then that's pretty much it. Yeah. Like you know, promoting this show through 8-Bit on, on the Facebook page, which we've just started doing again. Um, but I don't, like, interact with family or friends. I hate when people send me invites on Facebook. Like, I'm like... It's like... Uh, I'm one of those... I'm like, just... If, if you want to invite me to something, either pick up the phone and invite me or send me a fucking invitation in the mail. Yeah. Like, oh, and I'll RSVP. Call me. <laughs> Yeah. Send me a text. A text yeah. is still impersonal, but it's yeah. more personal than a fucking yeah. Facebook event. Yeah, I've always been like a, I've always been like a big like anti Facebook invite person. Just ask my partner Sal. Like her friends would invite, and nothing against them. I love them all, but I just had, I just like, <laughs> I took a, yeah. <laughs> I took a stand. I took a stand because I would be like, Sal would be like, oh, so and so just asked me if you're coming to the party because you haven't responded to the Facebook invite. And I'm like, yeah, I don't respond to Facebook invites. It's just. It's the way it is. Although I've softened a little bit in my uh, in my old age, but yeah, you, it, I, I used to be the I used to be the same. I'd, I'd have a very staunch like I don't add people. People add me because I yeah, that came yeah. from a self conscious thing. I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that guy. Someone pulls yeah, yeah. up their phone and goes, "Why the fuck is he adding me?" I'm mm, like that. That mm. just caves my spirit. But now I'm old and I don't care. So I'm like, yeah, hey, exactly if we're right. gonna if we're gonna contact you, you go. We're friends now. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. my concern with the amount of security breaches that are happening, is people are gonna get numb to this shit. Like I'm numb to this. I'm like whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't have any data on there that's important. I probably do. Mm. But you know what I mean? It's kind of like... Yeah. That's yeah, the that's concern. A, and that's the sort of thing about it is like... When I hear something like this, I'm like, they've got your data. I'm like, what is Cambridge Analytica using my data for? It's for like, you know, it's for political means and that kind of thing. And, mm. um, and this, that and the other... But I'm like, there's nothing that they would have that's... Like, it's not like they're a hacker group and they're getting my details to log into my PayPal account exactly. and steal my money. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I'm like, man, I've got nothing to hide. It doesn't really upset me. It probably should upset me more. And I think this is the thing that's going to be... Like, the worst thing about this is that there's so many people that are just... that We have, we have that attitude to it. Yeah. As well, it's like, oh, I've got nothing to hide. I don't give... Well, what are they going to do with my information? And then, it's, you know, next time it is something bigger. And we, you know, we, we like you said, we become sort of desensitized to it and numb to it, um, which is I'm, a sort of scary thought. I'm curious as to what they do. Like, they're apparently using the data to sort of con- determine what your, like, political leanings are and then mm. market to you accordingly. I'd love mm. for them to know, like, like I want to know what they think my political leanings are. Yeah, yeah, Cause, yeah. Because, like, my Facebook is not, like, very political. No. Uh, so I'm curious to see, like, what information they're like, oh, okay, that's pretty accurate. Or Yeah. Well, wrong. I imagine they would filter out a lot of that kind of stuff. So they'd be like, okay, who posts, like, they do, like, word it's keyword searches. searches yeah, and stuff, keyword yeah. searches. Yeah, so, like, Trump or fucking Labour Liberal or whatever. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they'll break it down from them. And what's the other keywords found in there? Like, uh, so I imagine there's something like that. But um, yeah, scary times. I, I think they they need to be these guys need to be held. Both parties, Facebook and Cambridge Analytica, oh, need yeah. to be held accountable for for this. Um, On a serious side, they do need to be held accountable. This is mm-hmm. kind of like. You know, there is a lot of trust that comes with doing these online things. And mm. there is a lot of blind trust, I guess, because not everyone, yeah. you know, I don't return really the conditions. I, I imagine you don't. So, you know, we do sign a lot of our information over and we'd like to think that it's going in some reasonable hands. Yeah, you would think but, so, But yeah. um, look, if, if, all else, if all else goes bad, what we'll do is I'll just make one of those sweet statuses that says, you know, I hereby declare that Facebook cannot have my data, whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever. And then I know I'm safe. <clears throat> so every, yeah. so when Cambridge Analytica pull it up and they're like oh we're going to wait and see oh, yeah, oh damn uh, yeah you got well, that the, uh, you had that status is, face, from Thursday Facebook will be charging <laughs> this is your status and you won't actually pay oh, 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 one last thing on this bring back MySpace and then, uh, none of this would <laughs> have you seen MySpace recently I have yeah I went I a couple of years on. ago I wanted some old photos yeah Ooh, it's not the same myspace no no well I, same i went on there but not to um not to get old photos but to delete them off there oh <laughs> <laughs> I, I went back for nostalgia like no i want to i want to hide that past yeah. past cruisy not cool uh, yeah yeah there's some things in there that um let's just say i wouldn't want my bosses seeing what was uh, your uh, song of choice on myspace that's the real question Oh, I used to mix it up a bit. I, yeah. that, MySpace was through with my like pop punk um, emo yeah, sort yeah, of same music here, phase. Same so here, yeah. It would have been um it would have been something it was either like a local punk rock band or like Taking Back Sunday or the used or something like that. Um, Bayside. Pretty, pretty sure the last I remember the last one I remember having, um mm. I used a lot of him, obviously, because I'm <gasps> a giant emo nerd. Yeah. Um and then I'm pretty sure the one that I distinctly remember was Panic at the Disco. Yes. Uh, the the only difference between Martyrdom and whatever, whatever, whatever. That's yeah, super yeah. long. Yeah, I know. I remember that yeah. being one there for a pa- while. Panic would have been in there at one point for sure. Oh, yeah. For let's bring that. Sure. Let's bring that to look. If Facebook gonna do anything, mm. I don't care about my data. Well, let yeah. me just play a tune when you rock up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. And give me, give me my top eight friends again, and yeah. uh, I'll let my friends fight it out. Yeah. See if they even care that they're yeah. in my top eight. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I've changed my plan. I've changed. I've changed my mind. Bring back MySpace. Bring back MySpace. <laughs> no, you, you won me over. I'm in. Oh dear. Our next story, <laughs> and um, this is probably um, I mean, this one's a little bit sort of hard to, to sort of talk about. It's pretty sort of tragic news, and um, I have said a few times on this show that you know we every now and then there's really terrible things are going to happen, and we're going to have to talk about them um so you know we just we just have to do our best with this but um on the weekend uh, a truck that was carrying over one million chicken nuggets flipped on the hume freeway scattering nuggets all over the road okay my biggest concern here is why is the cricket getting the news when it should be about this never forget Hashtag thoughts and prayers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is some harrowing news, though. But um, oh, it was terrible. as someone that works, like it must be like an Ingham truck or something, right? Because like yeah. I worked at Macca's and we would get trucks all the time. And there was it was mm. never just chicken nuggets, sadly. Mm. Mm. A bunch well, of other I, garbage too. I did read somewhere that it was they were destined for like a McDonald's warehouse, so I th- they might have been going ah, to that like makes McDonald's more sense. and yeah, being yeah. distributed out. Yeah. So, um, oh, this is. I mean, this is <laughs> man, a bunch of twenty or twenty year old, like you know, t- between twenty to thirty women are just. Mm. horrified mm. Yep. I know my All sister those. was she's a big chicken nugget fan she was heartbroken yeah. she still love the uh, chicken nuggets in the Big Mac mm. oh yeah. that's a new one yeah 
Yeah. I'm not, I've, um, known, I've known of the chicken patty in there. I've never known of the nuggets in there, though. That's yeah, a good touch. I used to go nuggets. It's a six pack of nuggets, <clears throat> Big Mac, put them in like the top bit, a couple in the bottom bit. Man, you're a surprisingly thin man for a man who's had to, how to put other food in burgers. Yeah. <laughs> I used to be larger than I am. Now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Now, this was just a funny, like, well, not, I mean, it was funny. Like, oh, it's it was, like, as long as, you know, it, no we, we can't even say no chickens were harmed in the in this crash because they were all harmed before they even got in the van. Yeah, well, um, who knows if there was even chicken. Like, <laughs> chicken yeah, a it bunch might... of chi- assorted chicken parts were injured in this crash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beaks and assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! Now this was a funny story. It was just sort of like it was just because I mean they shut down the whole Hume Freeway, which is you know cre- that's ca- a pretty creates chaos. Busy, pretty busy yeah. road. Yeah, uh, so that's makes um, it even worse. Yeah, but um, no, it was just uh, it was just a funny story that popped up over the weekend. So um, I feel bad for the driver having to call his boss and be like, "Uh, look, I'm really sorry. I'm late to work. Chicken nuggets." And he's like, yeah. "I know, man. Didn't how much time did you?" <laughs> How much time do you? Yeah, he understands that he's destroyed. Yeah. Oh dear. Our next uh, next story: the Commonwealth Games have begun, and yet no one seems to care. Um, yeah, it's like it's like the Kmart of Olympic Games. That's yeah, you know, yeah. It's it, I, I can't ever remember a more muted build-up to a major sporting event in this country. Yeah, than this these games. Like it was, and, and I don't know what it is. Whether we just I, I've felt almost this way with the Olympics mm. just recent the most ones recent gone it was almost just like yeah who cares um, and this these, these com games came up and it was just like all of a sudden it's like oh shit the com games are this week it's like what the fuck like where did mm. this come from um, well, you know there was no real hype leading up to it there's been no sort of big coverage other than the week leading up and and from what know, I've heard there's been no preparation even by the Commonwealth Games themselves <laughs> like shit even they didn't know Some, someone's like hey yeah. come off games I'm like get the fuck out of here you serious yeah. <laughs> get the fuck out of here um, yeah I don't know I don't, I don't know are we just as a nation and we just sort of like sported out like it has been a pretty massive like we had you know, we had cricket season obviously that goes all the way through we had like cricket every single day we've had like the Grand Prix the 40 season starts the A-League there's been so much going on Grand Prix just recently in Melbourne um and then, yeah, now this, and it's just like... I think it comes from a different place. I, I don't think it's a sporting out. I think it's more of a, there's no competition. Like, every mm. time there's a Commonwealth Games, Australia and England pretty much duke it out for, like, the top mm. two spots, mm. and then everyone else turns up. Mm. You know what mm. I mean? Like, right now, looking if you look, if you look as of time of recording, there is about 15 medals difference yeah. between Aussie, Australia, and I think England is the second. Yeah. Like that is not a oh let's have a close close match like yeah, that's yeah, someone yeah. getting their ass kicked yeah we destroy it yeah and, and that's um, I, I think I think the sense of a, of the sport is the competition mm. and without that it's like yeah did you um did you catch any of the any, have you caught any of it have you seen did you see any of the opening ceremony or anything like that uh no I think it was on a Wednesday so I think I was streaming at the time I was probably playing Far yeah. Cry it was probably better yeah <laughs> but <laughs> no, no yeah. like no even my wife who is a big um. Like she, for some reason, she doesn't care about sports any time, but mm. she's really into the Olympics, especially the Winter Olympics. I watched, I watched a lot of figure skating this year, and fuck, it's really cool. As you do, no, yeah. no, you know how they talk. Like I, I know you're, you're a kind of funny best friend as well. Mm. And mm. there was an episode where like uh, Tim and Nick were talking about how they started out like hey, this is dumb, and then it became really, really yeah. entrancing. Like I the same thing. She's like, come watch the the figure skating. I'm like this is gonna be dumb. 
Like, why, <laughs> why go watch Blades, and, Blades of Glory instead? It'll be way more fun. And like, yeah, yeah. what they are doing and just people being thrown around and shit, it's yeah. insane. Yeah. That has nothing to do with the Commonwealth Games. But even she was like, oh shit, the Commonwealth Games are on. And then she got the last like 10 minutes of the thing. She forgot it was on. Hmm. So like that says something to me at yeah. least. No, fair enough. What about you? you um, even even um, even Prince Charles and Camilla were falling asleep during the. Uh, <laughs> That's because they're like the ninety four. Yeah, they're old. They're old as fuck. They are very um, old. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm like not even thirty, and I can barely stay up to like ten o'clock. So yeah, I know. I'm, f- I'm fading now. As it yeah, is. I'm fucked right now. It's like, <laughs> it's like eight thirty. There you go. Insider yeah. information. It's eight thirty. I'm rooted. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, me too. But uh, <laughs> keeping on the uh, common game, com- Commonwealth Games thread, uh, and this is just a fucking. Ugh. Pauline Hansen has blasted the Commonwealth Games opening ceremony for being over the top, and not what Australia is about. She also used the term disgusting when describing it um, around the emphasis on celebrating our indigenous people and their culture. Um, I mean, this is pretty stock standard shit from Pauline mm. um, I, this, I, I, I here's a not here's a not so hot take she's mm. a fucking garbage person yeah yeah every yeah she, yes yeah that's a good point um, there's not really much else you need to say about that she every time she's like you see something you read something you hear her say something you think oh maybe she's not as terrible I'm like no she is like every time I'm like, she really like you really are terrible she really is and it, it mm. baffles me some of the crap that come out of her mouth like because yeah. I, uh, I in research for this you know because like I, I have I'm known for my strong opinions about mm. nothing in particular and being mm-hmm. very ill-informed so I thought at least this time I'll be slightly informed so I, I did listen to her it was it maybe in 3AW or something the actual with the radio interview where she where she made these comments and yeah some of just the abhorrent shit she was saying she's like you know it's not based on like critiquing and racism are very different but no no you're clearly making statements about Mm. someone's you know someone shouldn't be part of someone's culture or their race should not be shown yeah and then like she's making outlandish statements like uh you know that she considers herself indigenous by definition she's like i'm indigenous i was born here i'm like you like, like by definition, by definition, by definition, sorry, indigenous is like naturally occurring in that environment, and that's mm. where it is. Granted, we're so far away from like the settlers, or whatever. It, it, her statement's not entirely wrong, ill-informed and mm. stupid, but mm. it's this like we are not the indigenous people of this country. No, no, I haven't, yeah, absolutely not. I'm convinced almost at this point that. She's just doing this now just to get it right. Like, she's gotten back I, into politics. Like, she was irrelevant, right? She was irrelevant for, you know, nearly 20 years. She would pop up every now and then and say something stupid. She was on Celebrity Apprentice. And now she's back. She's a senator again because she's, like, she's an opportunist, right? And it seems like she's taken a real... She, she's really grasped that fucking brass ring of... <coughs> This is a time in a world that's very delicate, very everyone's very sensitive, all there's hot button issues around race and tensions and this kind of thing and, and I can I can can I can pander to that 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 you know that side of the spectrum that is it's the way I've had someone describe her to me as oh she says what everyone thinks but won't say not true I'm not she says certain, what certain su- certain subsects of this country yeah, yeah without a doubt like yeah. You know, we we can't refuse the fact that there are people in this country that do think the same way she does, because yeah. that's why, yeah. otherwise she wouldn't have got in. But, yeah, exactly. like, 
her statements on, on on claiming that she's not racist, her entire platform is on racial divide. Like, yeah. in the 90s, it was xenophobia around, like, you know, Asian culture. Asians, yeah, the Asian now, invasion. Yeah, Asian invasion. And, and now it's about, Muslim. you know, Muslims and yeah. now even our own people, apparently. Yeah. You gotta remember, this is this is a woman who wore a fucking burqa into yeah. the... I think I said this the other day. Like, yeah, she wore a mm. burqa into the Senate to prove a point. The proof point that she is just disrespectful to anyone that isn't her and like her party is like there's no they're not even representative of, of this country in any way like no. have you seen the, the churn of like last year like they, they can barely hold any members other than her everyone's mm. either like sh- shonky or just not fit to run it's yeah. it's fucked one yeah. nation is a mess no, it is a mess. Absolutely. Um, I, and like, I, I, I'm honestly convinced at this point that she's just saying shit to get a rise out of people. I don't. I, I, don't, I wouldn't give that much credit. I don't think she's that intelligent, to be honest. No, you don't. No. Okay. You know, like, it's something as simple as the way she'll. You, you listen to the way she start. She'll have a conversation. She'll, she'll start it strongly and then phase out in the middle and then just get obscure by the end. <laughs> you know what I mean? As in, like, she has one point and her point mm-hmm. is. Uh, I don't know, drop toilets. That was a thing once. <laughs> and then she'd go on a tirade about that. But at no, other than I don't like drop toilets, there is nothing in her argument that has mm. any validity. Mm. And mm. because like she just has to, she's given a, a, a podium to stand on mm. and she has to flesh out her thought, which is no greater than that one initial sentence. Mm. See, that's what I think like, like I, I think that she is like getting like she. I, I think she's inherently racist, but I think a oh, lot yeah. of the time she says this stuff too because she knows that it's going to get a reaction out of people. She knows she's going to get both sides of the spectrum riled up. Um, and yeah, she does. And she doesn't. The reason I'm like she doesn't be, like maybe do, not believing it is the right sort of word to use, but she's like you know she is saying it to get a rise out of people is because yeah she doesn't have any substance to her arguments. She just says shit. Like, do you know what I mean? She just says it. Like, there's no... Like, if you are... Like, if you actually, like, think about it, like, look at it objectively, like, what reason would you have to say the shit that you are saying? Yeah. Other than other than to, like, tr- get people riled up. And I like, think... What's, I, what's the motivation? I, I do agree with your point there. I think she... I, I don't I said, I don't think she's smart enough to have that as exactly her point. Like, I'm just going to start some shit. Mm. I think it comes down to, she goes, look, I have an outlet where I can speak my mind and without any sort of self-censor. And I think that's where it comes from. It's just her blurting out Mm. this thing, knowing that she has full capability to say it. Mm. Tell you what, I'd love to sit down with her and just have like an hour... Oh, fuck. To just ask her questions. Fuck no, her voice would grate on me. (laughs) Really? Like, she's not like a a fucking chainsaw with laryngitis. Like, it's... Mm. I'm not a fan of her in in any sense. And just, I can't even, like, listen to her. I'm most... I'm I'm most certainly not a fan either, but uh, I'd still love to to nut it out with her every now and just. Oh, it'd be it'd be an it. interesting discussion, regardless. But um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, we do uh, it in text, maybe it'd be okay. Say again. If we do it in text, maybe it'd be okay. <laughs> MSN. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Bring MSN back. Yeah. There you go. Uh, all right, right. Let's uh, let's kick into the main topics, Ryan. 
Conor McGregor has been sensationally arrested after crashing the UFC 223 press event on Friday. McGregor and a crew of 30 thugs stormed the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, attempting to attack a busload of UFC fighters and injuring several people in the process. As a result, three fights were pulled from the card. Conor was charged with three counts of assault and one count of criminal mischief after he turned himself in to the NYPD. The fallout and ramifications of the altercation will be far-reaching. But the question I pose is, was this a work? Was this hype building gone wrong? Or has Connor actually just gone off the deep end? Look, looking into, into this a little bit, now, I think this is the one reason that I'm not a big fan of sports. It's this, I'm going to sound like such a uh, left-wing and liberal right now, but it's like, <laughs> this is somewhat that, that sort of that battle, that to- toxic masculinity, right? Even though I hate that expression, you know, because mm. I'm a very big fan of dudes being dudes, but... Mm. Like, there is no need for for this shit. Like, you know, the pumping mm. out the chest, proving, you know, like, this is below us as, as, as a society yeah. in, in general. Like, we, you know, we as humans have evolved to a point we shouldn't have to do this shit. Mm. But, like, in terms of this being a publicity stunt, I, I don't believe so. And I think Dana White has come out and said, said the exact same, that it mm. isn't. Because, you know, like, from, from his actions, there is a fighter who had uh, glass... Like yeah. in his like eye, case, like, yeah. like no one fucks with an eye. Eyes are really yeah. important. Yeah. Um, I think it's just one dude with you know he is known to be like that showboater, that real cocky dude, you know, and like this is a guy that wears a suit with the, with the pinstripe saying "fuck you." Like mm. it's not it's not like, unexpected, but uh, I don't know. Like I don't think it's a ruse. I think it's just a dude that's fucked up. Mm. But I don't know, man. I I was like, so when it happened, so so all right. So leading up to it, how was how this sort of came about was there was there's a couple of things that sort of um, led to this flashpoint of uh, there was the situation with Artem Artem Lobov, who's a um, a friend of Conor McGregor. He got into an altercation with um, Khabib. Nagumedov, I'm, re- I'm really sorry, I butchered his name. I can't say it, but Khabib, who's the the Russian fighter, they got into an altercation. Lobov is friends with McGregor, and so there was a bit of a scuffle there. Yeah. Um, and then the um, the word got out that the UFC were going to strip Conor McGregor of the lightweight title because oh. he hasn't been competing. So, at, so um, the fight that was meant to take place. Uh, which was Tony Ferguson versus Khabib um, was for the interim lightweight title, but um, the the fight it went. He ended up having three different opponents by the end of it because of all the stuff that's gone down. Um, but um, then it was announced that it was going to be for the undisputed title, and they were going to strip Connor. Wow! He sent out a, okay. he sent he sent out a tweet saying something like, "You'll strip me of fuck nothing, you fucking something or others," um, as he does. And straight from there, I was like, "This is." This isn't a like so. UFC two two three has was already there was some issues around it with <coughs> fighters dropping out. Um, Tony Ferguson had to pull out of the fight due to a knee injury, and he was replaced by Max Holloway, who also had to pull out mm. because he was not deemed medically fit. And so it was um, the the last um, Laquinta had to end up taking the fight on on short notice, and it was just this this event has just been doomed. This mm. fight has been cursed for forever, and I feel I, I could just. Like, Conor McGregor and Dana White are like, they're boys. Yeah. And I could see this being a work. I could see Dana being like, let's let's build some hype. Let's get you, you know, let's get this, this going. Let's get this going. And then 
Connor comes in and he gets riled up and he starts throwing shit around and it gets a bit... Because it was just too convenient. It was just like, how do these guys get through all the security? Uh, how do they get uh, Illuminati, to the, I see where you're going. How do they get to the bus? There's like full-on cameras everywhere. Like there's dudes like running around with like boom mics and cameras in the fucking loading dock videoing this whole thing. And you could argue whether it's, it's a press event they were all already yeah. there and that kind of thing. But it just... It was just too easy for this to happen. Um... You know, there was like two security guards for these, like, you know, all these fighters and stuff. I don't know. It just, to me, it's sounded a bit fishy. But I can definitely see it not being at work and just Connor's gone off the fucking deep end because he's also had his issues with Dana White in the past. With, you know, Dana pulled him from UFC 200 because he wouldn't um, go and do press events and that kind of thing. So I don't know. I, just, I feel like this is a really bad thing for this sport that is. And since its inception has been fighting for legitimacy and to be yeah. taken seriously. Yeah. And it was it's finally sort of heading to a point... Like, I really felt like maybe two, three years ago, it was really getting to a point where it's like, the UFC has been looked at as a legitimate sport. It's, a, it's still the fastest growing sport in the world in mixed martial arts. Um, it's massive. The, the draw is massive all around the world. It's like... Every country that it goes to is a success. There's fighters from all over the globe competing in this um, thing. It's, you know, fantastically marketed. And then shit just started going awry. So stuff like fighters pissing hot, um, being done for, you know, drugs and and PEDs and, and all this kind of stuff. Um, they're making a mockery of their ranking system by just giving fights to dudes just for the sake of selling a pay-per-view rather than this person being an actual contender. Um, I've, I've made my my thoughts on the UFC known quite well. And I know I love the sport, to be fair. Like, I do love the sport. But I feel like it's it's gotten... To, it's getting... It was getting to a point of real, like, legitimacy and being taken seriously. And now it's just... it's This whole, like... Even, like, Connor, who's been, like, simultaneously the best and worst thing that's happened to the UFC in, you know, the last few years. He's brought so much, uh, like, coverage and media spotlight He's brought an entire country UFC. behind him. Like, the entire country mm. of Ireland back him. I don't mm. know what they're going to do now, but, like, mm. like, they're, like, he is the phenomenon of UFC. Mm. Like, I used to watch UFC a while back, like, when I was a little yeah. bit younger, but, you know, it caught my attention. Like, in the exact same, the, doing exactly what they intended to, the Floyd Wait, Floyd Mayweather, yeah. um, Conor McGregor fight brought me back. I haven't watched yeah. any since, but I'm like, oh, shit, and it caught my attention. And yeah. I actually watched it. Like, yeah. I watched the fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, that part makes sense. Like, even, out of, even in context of what his reasons or what his alleged reasons could be behind the action... I still think you're an idiot, dude. Like, yeah, yeah it's <clears> fucking <throat> horrible. And, and and just, yeah, just even like the fact that he hurt people in the process. Yeah. Like, um, like this fighter, Michael, is it Kieser or Cheeser? I'm not sure how to pronounce his name. I'm terrible with pronouncing names. But um, he, you know, this is a guy who's struggled to get his body right, who's had been pulled from fights before, from fights before because of injury and this, that, and the other. Has finally got himself fit and and raring to go, and has to get pulled from the event because this shit goes down. Like, it's just, just sucked, man. Sucked. And, like, for a publicity stunt, like, to potentially give someone seven years in jail, yeah. like, that's, like, that's that's the, the thing, right? You know, will he ever see the inside of a jail cell? Who knows? Not a chance. Not a chance. Yeah, I doubt it. Yeah. Highly doubt it. He'll do some community service and he'll get a fucking big whopping fine yeah. and he'll get his ass sued as well. Yeah, and then he'll get a comeback and everyone will be stoked to see him come back and beat some other oh. dude up again. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, he, he, he most certainly fights in the UFC again. There's too much money left oh, on the table. I would watch that. It's like, this is the Conor McGregor comeback fight. I'm like, yeah, he's yeah. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Uh, okay, let's, uh, let's, let's move right along, Ryan. Another week, another shooting in America. This time, a woman who has since been identified as 39-year-old Nazim Najafi Agdam. A woman who vocally hated YouTube and constantly posted rants on a site linked to her against the online streaming platform. The motivation behind her hatred seems to be the company's lack of revenue sharing with its content creators. Agdam approached the office of the company around lunchtime armed with a handgun and began opening fire, injuring three people and then ultimately taking her own life. As are most stories, this is a multifaceted one. Where do we go with this one? Is it gun laws? Is it mental health? YouTube itself? Uh, the story disappearing when the shooter was revealed to be a female vegan animal rights <laughs> activist? Or the far right trying to create a narrative about this being an act of Islamic terrorism? Um, to me, though, it's just a little bit of same old, same old. Um, so this obviously is like a, like a, as most of these ones are, and it's sucks so much that we have to keep talking about shootings in america but um it's the news so fuck we got to talk about it but this one i found really like for many like aspects as well like many reasons i found this could be quite fascinating and that obviously tragic at the same time a, mm. a deeply troubled woman who um posted a lot of like she she, do, she basically she's a content creator right so like she's sort of in the same realm as us yeah um, she's she us. did a lot of vegan um like food talking animal rights videos fitness videos and stuff as well and um basically has gone down this rabbit hole of hatred towards youtube because they demonetized a few of her videos they were blocking some of her content for whatever reason and um and she's obviously so troubled that she has to take a gun to the offices and shoot you know, three people and then obviously take her own life. It's, you know, it's tragic. Well, I'll, I'll take it from the YouTube side of things first because as a YouTuber myself, I've got a bit of it, like a bit of an insight on that on that mm. side of things. But like, you know, we we were the same. We're hit with the demonetized shit, you know what I mean? Um, but the big thing about this is there is this entitledness to mm. a lot of content creators on YouTube claiming that they should be making money. Like, I remember there was a time where YouTube wouldn't give you shit. Mm. You know what I mean? So uh, that part is fine. They are a private company. It, what you're hosting to is, uh, it's not a private, it is essentially a private business, right? Mm. They can, b by their nature, pick and choose what is posted, what they choose to share their money with. And we have to put up with that. I would mm. love to be getting paid more, like paid at all for any of the <laughs> content we make on, mm. on, on YouTube. But, you know, they have these rules in place that make that not possible. Now, granted, we aren't, you know, even like very politically motivated. We talk about video games and mm. movies. You know, mm. like, where she wasn't, you know, aside from her, judging by what her interests were, if you were to make this very black or white comparison, mm. she would be deemed left, right? Vegan, yeah. Yeah. animal yeah. rights, all those sort of things. There's a lot of complaints on YouTube about them hiding uh, right. Like, you yeah. know, they say that Google's a very left-leaning company. So, yeah. I, you know, if they're saying they're trying to silence her voice, I kind of disagree with that. Yeah. Uh, you know, because in terms of, like, everyone's saying the company is this, but freedom of speech doesn't exist in a private forum. 
Mm. Uh, you know, in the same way as Twitter and Facebook and all those sort of things, these are private forums. Pe- pe- yeah. People have, have very misunderstanding on what exactly freedom of speech is. Um, just because you have the ability to say whatever you want does mean people have to listen. It does mean people have to pay you for it. And, and people mm. don't have to uh, promote that. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's a good point. But in the, in that term in in that same term in that same sort of conversation though, like it is a little fucked that she would then go and shoot poor people. Now mm. tasteless jokes coming right at you. I was under the impression that YouTube was just an algorithm, so I was very impressed that they found people at the office. But it's just oh, like. I saw an article as well, once again, doing research for this. So the, the whole article was about the whole idea that she acquired this gun, le- gun legally. I'm like, yeah, because it's mm. a handgun. Mm. They are perfectly fine in, in the US. Like, here, not so much. But, like, you know what I mean? She did the 10-day cooling off, pe- uh, cooling off period. So I, I work in, um, like, uh, the, ele- the electric system, like, utilities. So I'm used to cooling yeah, off yeah, yeah. contracts. But she had the, the 10 the 10 day waiting period in which she passed and they did the checks mm. and she passed mm. that. And in, in terms of the, the legalities of it. Yeah. She, she was someone that's capable. It's not like she went yeah. in and shot up with the ARs, you know, you know that's yeah. the big controversial weapon at this stage. Yeah. Yeah. It's look, it's yeah. still fucked, but yeah. That, and that's the thing that I found really interesting was that how quickly this story disappeared. Exactly. Exactly. Like this, this story was gone. Like it was like, fuck, there's been a shooting at YouTube. It's all over the news. It's everything. It's like, and then it was like, oh, it's a, it's a white female that's done. It. It's like, oh fuck. Okay. That's, and then that, that to me, I was like, fuck, I need to know more about Yeah, this. that's like, more this impressive is- to me. Yeah, not, not impressive impressive, impressive. Uh, I would like to redact the word impressive <laughs> and use any other word thank you yeah um, <laughs> I found it I found I'm like this is you know what What? okay this is you know different this isn't a um, you know an, a, a, a clearly someone with mental issues but this isn't like this The this doesn't fit the, the description of what you normally get you know the 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 sadistic white male or mm. the you know the Muslim terrorist or whatever it is you know person that does it um this is a this is a white female. I'm like, okay, cool. So I want to know more about this. What's the motivation? Then there was some, there was some um, conflicting stories, some information around that she'd gone there and shot up an ex boyfriend or something. That's why she was there, which oh. proved to be complete, completely false. Um, yeah, because a woman so, can't be angry outside of, you know, her love life. Yeah, I know, right? Um, and so that then that that sort of died, and then it was sort of it came about like it came out. It's like okay, she's like she's this vegan far left animal rights activist fitness instructor who was bitter against youtube because they demonetized her she owns this gun legally it's not an assault rifle it was a handgun um she's gone and done this rah 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 and then like the story was gone Hmm. it's like it was just stopped being reported on and i was just like wow that's i find that really disturbing in that like I always say that like there's there's always two sides to every story with you know and and even with that I look at the sort of the, the gun debate that's going on you know there is always two sides to to every story and that this is not you know irrespective of that this is not like this is not um what's the word I'm looking for uh, this is not exempt from that mm. you know what I mean and this is like okay it seems like fuck this doesn't fit the narrative of like what the people are like what the what the left media have been reporting on recently about like you know this guns this that and the other this is like this doesn't fit that bill of you know oh we can't give guns to the because it's, it's, it's like it's a single white female and she's gone and shot up a thing it's like fuck you know 
I found it just bizarre how they just shut this down because it didn't fit that sort of... Uh, but I think that's exactly the exact know. point is, you know, because whenever... With the gun debate being a completely genuine debate, of course, mm. um, you know, they're they're battling on, you know, on, on schools and school shootings mm. and the use of assault rifles, which, mm. side note, which is not, not once again, not a new take. Uh, mm. Why the fuck do people need assault rifles? Period. No, they, don't. they literally don't. Like... You know, the the only reason I can the only reason I'm hearing is oh because I li- I like and I want I want one yeah because it's my right it's because my um, right you know what I mean yeah. like yeah but you gotta remember that right came from a time when the fucking neighboring town yeah. could mute could take just take you over at any minute and back yeah. then you know the the the, the 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 argument that everyone said is like back then they had like muskets and shit muskets. Yeah. so like they weren't prepared for an AR don't get me wrong mm. if you were to go back in time and give them an AR they would have fucking used it but yeah, they were yeah. very different time and place this day yeah. and age it is not needed mm. uh, you can have your handguns you can have your your, your hunting rifles that's fine mm. you know but get the fucking assault rifles out of here you know and that's the thing because it, it doesn't fit that narrative it, it doesn't meet <clears throat> you know we'd like to think that news in a, t- in a time was unbiased you know news mm. was reporting you the information as it is yeah this day and age se- we're, we're in the world of sen- you know sensationalist news it's there, there are people on There's particular sides on everything exactly yeah. and no one is inherently unbiased it's impossible but uh, it's it, it is it is truly baffling and because it doesn't fit that overall discussion piece and it actually makes the left look bad mm. You know, yeah, so they they, 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 they hide it away. Yeah, and yeah, and really even then, bizarre. the right tackled on the on the wrong side as well. Yeah, I know. It is not dudes coming out being like, "Oh, she's an Islamic state." Like, she's. I think she has some. Like, I think her dad's Muslim. Um, yeah, or Islamic, and um, but like seemed to be like a peaceful sort of dude. Like they interviewed him on, on ABC in America, like um, afterwards, and they invited them into their home and were like very apologetic and this, that, and the other. And they tried to warn, like they warned the police that. They're like, she's gone. Like, yeah, she's gone missing and I've just heard yeah. this thing on the news. It could be her. Yeah. Um, but they, they, because they rang the police the day before and said, our daughter's gone missing. Um, you know, she's troubled. She's been, and they even warned them she might be going to the YouTube offices because she's been posting these really hateful videos about them. And we know she's been saying how much they've ruined her life, et cetera, and so on. Um, and the police found her asleep in her car and, you know, we were like, no, no, she's fine. Like, she was just sleeping in her car. Like, she's all good. Um, and then it's um, obviously she's gone and committed this sort of act. And mm. um, I mean, thankfully, no one was no one was killed. Um, yeah. Two two females, two female victims were uh, slightly injured. Um, and then one man is now in a serious but stable condition. So. Oh yeah. So yeah, one man was injured and two were slightly inconvenienced. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> like yeah. It's it's um, it's kind of it's just fucked. It's yeah, nuts. it's a sad story. It's just, I'm sick of talking to being We're doing this fucking. We're 11 episodes into this show. I'm sick of fucking talking about people getting shot. <laughs> I'd love, I'd love for there to be a story that's like, we stop shooting each other. Or something. I mean, I just like, that's look, honestly f- fictional be- fucking fantasy land. But. As as a Kevin Smith fan, um, there is a segment that he does in one of his shows called Smodcast, and he talks mm. about Can- uh, Canada and sort mm. of Canadian police there is a uh, scan bc so it's essentially a twitter account for the british columbia area and mm. they would just you know make status about crime as they happen some of them are pretty horrible like some dude got stabbed or whatever but then oh, there's wow. one that's like dude in you know man in tree won't come down and then there's <laughs> like you know uh convenience store robbed with hockey stick so it's like it. it's crimes 
but it's entertaining crimes, and that's what yeah, we should yeah, do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. As a change, just 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 mix it up a little bit. So that's it. Like, give me the horrible shit. Horrible shit's needed, but like, mm. line it up a little bit. You know yep. what I mean? Yep, I agree. I agree. Where's my hockey sticks? That's what. Mm. That's what. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. All right. Uh, let's um. Let's close this one out. What do you say, Ryan? Sounds good. Far Cry 5, the much-anticipated open-world first-person shooter, has finally been released. The setting, rural Montana, USA, a far cry from the locales of previous games in the series. The game melds beautiful environments, crisp gunplay and fun co-op mechanics with an intriguing story about a religious cult taking over the community of Hope County in a bid to cleanse it of its sins. All the makings of a fantastic experience, yes? Seemingly not. Some people in the games industry have taken the game and developers a task for fit-sitting, not going deep enough into the socio-political topics it seems to only dip its toes into. GQ's review described it as a video game for cowards. And The Verge's Andrew Webster called it a game that creates the illusion that it has something to say, then stubbornly refuses to say anything. So, are the game's press right to take Far Cry 5 to task for not fully committing to a narrative they say it wants to speak to yet is too scared? Or are they being too harsh and judging it not on what it is, but rather what they want it to be? Now, Ryan, we're both playing Far Cry. I'm sure I am. Fair to say, I think we're both very much enjoying the game. Oh, yeah. Thank you, game. Um, this is an interesting thing to sort of come out. And uh, n- not surprising, really. I'm like, oh, people are upset about something. This game is going to upset someone. Um here like okay yep cool it's not political enough is what's basically the argument is that it touches on you know obviously in this hypersensitive trump era if we want to call it that um the game doesn't do enough to satiate people's political agendas i guess or like it doesn't do enough to speak to um like white america and trump and you know gun laws and this, that, and the other, and it's like, I just came. This this story came out. I just went like, I'm like, really, like really, is this is like, are people really getting that upset about this? Like, there's some there's some harsh shit getting thrown around about this. Um, I'm about a third of the way through the game. Um, I f- I feel like it is very much Far Cry, and Far Cry has never been about going deep into subjects right mm-hmm. there's um like far cry 3 and far cry 4 i absolutely adore as games and they touch on some very serious issues drug trade human trafficking um torture rape um all kinds of different things and the, but they've never gone deep on those issues mm-hmm. it's always been very surface level it's always very been like this is the mission your friends captured by this torturing buffalo bill type character go and save your friend you save your friend it's cool and your friend is saved and he's 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 all fucked up but you got him move on to the next mission kind of thing um so when far cry 5 came out and it wasn't this deep you know politically driven you know and it is politically driven but not like this deep now i wasn't surprised i wasn't upset clearly but it wasn't i wasn't like i'm like okay well that's what far cry's always done um so i guess where for me i'm like this to me i'm like this is people just getting upset for the sake of being upset. It didn't say something that it want that they wanted it to say that perhaps the devs, the developers, never set out to say. Um, and um, 
Uh, like to me, it didn't bother me. But where, where do you sort of sit on this thing? Well, I come from a weird place. Like <clears throat> playing the game, and with that opening intro, I'm like, oh shit, mm. this game is different. Like this is a this is Far Cry. This is a different Far Cry. Like, and the marketing alone skewed it that way. It did very much say this is where we're going. We're going for mm. this deep dark story, you know, about religious cultists mm. and whatnot, and and commentary on that. Uh, and then yeah, I did the same thing. I'm like, this is gonna be fucking fantastic. It's gonna be a whole different direction. I'm expecting some new some new shit. Mm. and then you come out of that intro and then you start playing Far Cry I'm like yeah it's Far oh. Cry yeah. I'm like I'm bummed but it's Far Cry mm. so every, like the gameplay is still fucking, still fantastic there isn't like if it, if it came out and then it was shitty I'd be like oh that's kind of butt yep. do I wish they doubled like doubled down a little bit a little bit yeah mm. I personally would have liked to see them go no no this is our stance and this is what it is yeah um, I take I think there's a I think there's a a, a, a I have a lot of respect for people, especially when it comes to storytelling and the creative means. When mm. they're like, "No, no, this is this is, a story this is what I'm saying. This is what I have yeah. to say. This is it." Yeah. And like, yeah, but what about the backlash? Like, I don't care. Yeah. This is what I wanted to say. This is what yeah. I wanted to do. Yeah. Now, in, in, in the same vein, by them going, "No, no, we're not tackling a big issue. We're just mm. using these guys as a plot device." I'm like, mm. "No, I respect that too." Yeah. Like, you know, you've not come in and apologized and backflipped and going, "Oh no." They haven't done a fantasy Final Fantasy 15 where they're like, no, no, chapter 13, we know you didn't like it, we've completely reworked it, it's yeah, fine, yeah. it's now what you want. It's yeah. not the end of Mass Effect 3, you know what I mean? It's yeah. the, like They've gone, no, no, this is what, this is what we wanted to tell and mm. this, is this is what it is. Yep, this is the story. Yep. Yeah, and although personally, as I said, like, wish they doubled down a little bit, yep. I do think it is, once again, games media being very left-leaning, left-leaning being very liberal, you know, they're bringing in that Trump shit. Mm. unnecessary this mm. game was made before trump yeah this game like the concepts of this were there you know they there was there before trump even made it into office yeah, so exactly right. using the trump shit is i'm like no no you're that's that is you pushing your own yeah. agenda yeah like where i'm coming from i'd like to think is somewhat critiquing the game i think where they're setting up could really have paid off to an excellent yeah. story yeah you know really cool like something different yeah because it's, it's like that is a topic that's not really touched on outside of potential horror games like mm-hmm. outlast 2 outlast 2 dealt in with like a you know a um red like state a religious cult yeah. a, and a red state you know red state as well so <clears throat> i'm like okay so it's been tackled before but not like this mm. and I, I kind of wish they did it yeah but calm down people yeah. like fuck yeah, <laughs> and that's and like uh, to be clear, yeah, I would love, I would have loved for them to be like, this like a really deep and in, and you know, um, you know, really sort of narratively driven Far Cry, and yeah. something different. I would have loved that absolutely. Like I would have been stupid not to. But as soon as I found out months and months ago that it, you were going to have a voiceless, you were going to be playing as a voiceless protagonist, I was like, well, this isn't going to be. This is this is going to be Far Cry, which is not the the villains are going to be, you know, charismatic, but one dimensional and quite shallow. In yeah. that, you know, they're going to have fantastic performances and fantastic dialogue, but they're going to be sparsely, you know, inserted into the the storyline in between the fantastic gameplay, and then eventually you'll kill them and you won't have much interaction with them. Do you know what I mean? Like my biggest, my biggest um, critique of Far Cry 4 was that we didn't get enough pagan men. Um, My, my biggest critique of Far Cry 3 is spoilers for Far Cry 3. I'll give you, come back in like 10 seconds. Is that you kill Vass, the best villain that the franchise has seen halfway through the game. Um, 
I guess you can come back to the if you've stopped listening, I've stopped talking about Far Cry spoilers. Um, so you know those are those. This is nothing new as far as I'm concerned to the franchise. Yeah, I would love for them to have doubled down on it and really made it this deep narrative-driven story. But I think you're right: is that people are projecting what they wanted it to say rather than um, critiquing it on what it was. And you make a really good point about this game was in development well before Trump was even a thing. Like he obviously has been a thing, but before he was even an honest office or anything like that. And um, and I just I just found this a very sort of shallow sort of um, reason for people to be getting upset. And I feel like and it, to sort of I guess to be fair to that side of the argument, the game was sold this way. Like it this was. is the way it the really game was. has been marketed. Was this is going to be this is white America? This is Montana? This is a red state? This is gun people and farmers and religious cults and far right and this that and the other and it's like this is what we're pushing and that was all the narrative as far as the marketing goes but that is from a publisher point of view and i don't yeah, think that's, it, that's a marketing team that's not it, a, the guys that make it exactly the guys probably making the game are going guys maybe don't go like we don't really go that hard into it or maybe they didn't even think about it because they just thought yeah we get this they're the themes of our game but far cries have never been about the story it's about the experience that you you know the crazy shit you run into in the wildlife the fucking ball attacking the bear or the tiger that you kill with a fucking hand grenade like those are the amazing things about far cry it's never been about the story stories are always secondary to what makes a far cry game special um and to be fair i love the story in far cry 3 i love the story in far cry 4 um i think the villains in far cry 3 and far cry 4 are fantastic I think the villains so far in Far Cry 5 are actually kind of boring. Like, they're... I mean, like, like Joseph, John, Faith, like, they're not... I don't find them to be fascinating. They're just crazies. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, yeah, oh, no, I'd, crazy. I'd, I'd, I would certainly agree with that from, like, my... Like, jo- Joseph Seed himself, you know, the big main antagonist, mm. like... He demands your attention. Especially yeah. with, I keep referring to the opening scene because it's obviously the most spoiler-free moment because you know, yeah. everyone's sort of seen at this point. But like when they walk into that church, like you are drawn to him like in terms of his you know, his charisma as a character. Yeah. And when they take him to the to the helicopter and he's fucking zen. Shit's mm. going down, but he's zen. And like yeah. that stuff it was really cool. Outside of that, like he's... In, in the same vein of like Ghost Recon Wildlands, right? You're, the whole idea was take down these smaller, smaller sex, subsects of the cartel to the big ones. So they, they've literally pulled that formula from there and brought it over here. Mm. Um, and with that, they lose a lot. It's an open world game, as you mentioned. Yeah. Far Cry is about the gameplay, not about the story. And when you do have a voiceless, you know, protagonist, you you are just generic person. Yeah. When you just in rook gen- <laughs> in well, when you are just rook or you new guy, mm. you know, what I mean, like they they can't tell a, a really deep narrative story an open world setting like that but in terms of the marketing like is it outside of when they first announced it and my brain exploded mm. to the second to like when i played it a couple couple times different conventions um i was in the dark i try to keep myself somewhat in the dark these yeah, days so you know, I, yeah. but to my detriment i when i picked up the game and it's not the entire that full narrative story that's my fault hmm. i didn't do the research yeah, you mean like if I if I was smart and I looked into it, I would have known that that wasn't the case going in. Mm. Yeah, you mean as you said, writing on the wall that the voice is the protagonist. I had no idea about that until I started the game. Yep, yep, yeah. I think that was yeah. Like, that's that was in my hands. Like, there's no one else's fault for that than me. Mm. Like, I should have known what I was getting into. Mm. Mm. It's not somebody else's fault that I was misinformed. Yeah, 
Yeah. That's the hot take right there because that can be taken <laughs> fucking anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Yeah. I just, I, I feel like this is a a interesting thing for people to be getting upset about. I th- and, and as most things, like people getting upset about shit on the internet, I mean, generally it's something you know, insignificant. Minuscule. Yeah. And um, once again, as you mentioned before about the desensitization of Facebook, mm. smaller fights like this make us really desensitized when an actual a legitimate big issue pops up. Mm-hmm. Like, like we, people have exhausted, like people are so mad, at, maybe not this, but like people get so mad about small pointless issues when a real big issue comes. Like you gave me 100% over there so as in like in terms of like the the internet was angry 100% of the time over here. Yeah. So when a real issue comes, like they can't be more angry. They've already yeah, maxed yeah. out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's and as, as a result, perspective wise, everyone's mm. like, it's the, same, it's the same little thing. You know, like the Me Too movement, right? As an example, because of all the other bullshit that was around it, everyone's like, it's nothing. It's fucking huge. Yeah. It's yeah. really important. Yeah. And everyone's like, nah, I'm desensitized to it because we're mm. now getting every second person's having a story, blah, 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 blah. Mm. But no, no, you're taking away, you're taking the wrong look at this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, just side note, did you say, are you familiar with Tony Robbins? Uh, that's the, um, the, the speaker, Self-help yeah? Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see his comments over the weekend? No. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, talk about, uh, talk about just being completely tone deaf. Um, <laughs> All right, bring it. What did he uh, say? Oh, he made some comment about the Me Too movement being bad because it's... And like we've spoken about things like that, and you know, it's unfortunate that it's based on negative. I've, I've been very vocal on this show about yeah. the Me Too movement being a very important thing that's happening in our in, our, in this day and age. And it's something that, um, you know, while it's based on a negative thing, I think it's really... It's it's something that's very important and, um, and hopefully we'll will enact some change but he basically was saying like oh it's you know oh what did he say it's like you're making oh you're just doing it you're not doing it to get anything positive out of it if you're getting involved in the me too movement you're doing it just to make yourself feel better by bringing somebody else down i was like the fuck are you talking about look this is this is the problem right um people are inherently garbage most people are Mm. shit like when especially when it comes to mass populations right say Mm. 10 percent of a group is batshit times that by the billions of people that are on this planet yeah so for the and the, the amount of legitimate claims there are mm. there's a bunch of people doing exactly that mm. granted he's still tone deaf and he's taking it all yeah. wrong yeah. yeah he's valid but you know that's a tough part as you said like n- negativity breeds negativity and mm. it's really tough to make change on something that's based entirely on negativity yeah yeah um yeah, but Tony no, Robbins, not the fuck, dude. You're, you're 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 a talker for a living. What are you doing? Yeah. Oh, it was really bad. It was really bad. And then like, and he said something like, he's like, oh, someone was telling me just yesterday that they they were high. They they were they were you know hiring for this job, and they had three candidates. Two were men. One was a female. The female was more qualified than the two males, but he had to hire one of the males because like I just can't hire a female. I'll be too tempted. I was like, okay. Too tempted. <laughs> Too tempted. I'm like, what that the person fuck? sounds like is a this, horrible human being. Is this Mad Men? What is this? <laughs> Can't hire her. Might rape her. It's like, oh, <laughs> oh shit. Like, wow. Who the fuck are these people? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, who the fuck are these people? Why are they in, in jobs of power yeah, anyway? So, God damn um, it. I, I used to, I wouldn't say I liked Tony Robbins, but I'm like, I found him really fascinating and I've watched a couple of his sort of documentaries that he's done and he seems to um, get, a, people seem to get a lot out of him. But, um, He's uh, yeah, he's off the radar on this one for sure. Like, I, I I agree. Like Tony Robbins is an interesting dude, and only be going like I find most uh, self helpers or 
speak is very interesting because mm. what they tell you isn't all that fucking fascinating. Like, mm. is literally everyone tells you the same shit with a slightly different spin. Mm. And it's things you probably could have worked out yourself. But, like, that's what I find fascinating. You know, like, as in him and that industry. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Very I, interesting. I, I, was, I was really, I was honestly, I was shocked that he was saying that. I'm like, I did not expect from, especially from this dude, like, I did not expect that at all. Here's, a, here's another thing. Why the fuck are there a bunch of dudes, including us, commenting on this issue? <laughs> we, like, we aren't the ones that you need to hear about on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the women. Yeah. Let them talk. Every time some celebrity, like, not every celebrity, not every person, as I genuinely just stand here and have a fucking take on it, <laughs> not everyone needs to have a take on this issue. Like, think about all the celebrities and stuff, like, back in the, you know, with the Harvey Weinstein, they're like, well, what do you think of the Harvey Weinstein thing? And you know what they could have just said? It sucked. It's really bad. Let's let's hear what she has to say. Thank you very much. Mm. But no, everyone had to have some sort of fucking statement on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I, I say that I say that as I just made a statement, statement about it. Uh, no, it's a, you, no, you you make a really salient point, and I, I say the exact same thing when you know say like change the date and that kind of stuff and mm. close the gap and these sorts of things come up. Is that uh, you know I'm we're sitting here talking about it, and I go the thing that is the most frustrating for me is that all the people having opinions on both sides of these arguments are generally white men. Mm. It's like, why aren't we talking to our indigenous leaders and our indigenous people about these issues rather than just like, what does white dude Don't tell Pauline Hanson about it though. Like oh, she'll, God. she'll, you know, got her. <laughs> speaking of, let's tie that, tie that back to that previous conversation, right? Yep. So she was really shitty that there was a, uh, one of the first breakout Torres Strait Islanders Oh yeah, uh, the, oh, the rapper. Oh, right? And she says, I can't hear what they're saying. I don't know what's going on. I'm like, you understand that there is an award-winning rap duo here in Australia called AB Original, you know, Briggs and uh, and Trials from the Funk Wars. Like two very prominent Australian hip-hop artists, mm. nationally and internationally. And because they made a song about the, the date with um, yeah. Australia Day. Mm. Fantastic song, by the way. I'm like, how far are you up your own ass to not oh, understand? That's what did she say? She- the... I feel like I read, did she say I don't go to Aboriginals for my rap music or something like that? Is that what she said? Well, she pretty, just, she pretty much said that and she says, look, I don't listen to didgeridoo, so why should you? Oh my god! Not those exact words, I'm paraphrasing, <laughs> but like, she pretty much said like, who, in the, who, I can see that on This is the same pool. shit. She makes a bold ass statement and yeah. then contradicts herself. She's like, who sits around and listens to a didgeridoo? Well, except for the Aboriginal people in the Aboriginal areas, like outside of that, like you, know, like you've, you've just answered your own question, you idiot. Oh my god! She, but how um, did we get? Yeah, I, I can. I love, I love the idea of like her next political campaign. Her bumper stickers is just, I don't listen to didgeridoo, so why should you? <laughs> Pauline Hanson. <laughs> one vote, one nation. No didgeridoos. Um, but yeah, no, no. That, that's the thing. Like, I don't give two shits about what day Australia Day is, as an example. So, mm. I, I myself. I'm a literal middle class. I'm a middle class white heterosexual dude. I cannot be any more the majority. Mm. Literally, mm. you know, I'm like nine generations Australian. I have no different ethnicities. Yeah. I am more of the majority than I could ever be. You're white as all fuck. I'm white as shit, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I don't have a, an issue on that. And someone's like, "Well, the, it's been tradition. Once again, it's been tradition for like 20, 30 years. Can't be shit." Yeah. yeah but you yeah. know what I mean? It's just like. If it means that much to somebody else and yeah. we aren't greatly affected, the only thing that affects me is when I don't have to listen to Triple J. I yeah. don't anyway. I'm like, oh, cool. They're like, it's got to change the date. I'm like, all right, done. I get, yeah. a holiday. I get a holiday at a different time of the year. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I love... Um, are you familiar with Matt O'Kine? 
Uh, not really. He's an Australian comedian. Um, oh, does he have his own show? Yes. Like comedy channel? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's, yeah, yeah. Um, he is fantastic. And um, I will always pump him up like any chance I get and I always come back to his bit on like Australia Day he's talking about changing the date and stuff and it's like that, that argument people are like oh what date could it possibly be he's like I don't know who gives a fuck like, <laughs> like, it could be Tuesday next week for all I care yeah exactly that's, yeah. if anything that's a really good news if it's yeah. Tuesday next week yeah and there's uh, that whole the whole you know the act the guys from uh, the, the 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 two guys and the and the woman mm. from um, Axis of Awesome um, you know with like they had the campaign of May 8 like May like fucking genius that's mm. way better than january 26 yeah yeah i mean yeah. like there's there's that's australian culture yeah, in a great. date right there yeah there's more australia in just picking that date <laughs> than australia day it's <laughs> a good point may 8 that's brilliant very good very good uh ryan we really got away from far cry at the end there we did get away from far cry <laughs> it's all right that's what the show's about well it's about conversations and, and takes and i think it all i think we I think we wrapped that up in a nice little bow. Um, I think we did. But, uh, it all, it's, all, it's all relevant, I think. Uh, now, Ryan, it's time yes. for our iTunes review of the week. Oh. And uh, this week's review comes from Lefty Loggy. Oh. And the title is A Great New Current Affairs Show. And it reads, It is what it is, hosted by Jack Cruz. is a fantastic new news and the current affairs show, helmed by one of the world's great Aussies, Jack. Hey. Covering a range of topics as diverse as politics, national affairs, film and video games, it is what it is, is a wonderful new show that leaves me excited for the new week. Um, thank you so much, Lefty Loggy. That is the homie Logan Wilkinson, um, one of my dear friends from, uh, actually one of our stateside listeners, so uh, from Nixon, Missouri. All the way from Nixon, Missouri, that review mm. comes. So thank you so much. Yeah, you can't. Uh, I, I would very happily wear that mantle of world. Cl- was it was it world class Aussie or something? It was. Uh, it was one of the world's great Aussies. Yeah, get that shit on a shirt. You know what I'm oh, saying? Fuck yeah, I love that. I'd wear that. Uh, <laughs> Jack Crew. Like, you granted, you wear a shirt with your own name on it, but that's fine. Like, yeah. <laughs> I do it all. Like- I I literally do it all the time. I wear my brand shirts all, all the time. So yeah, 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 yeah. It, there's a, there's a level of arrogance with it, but it's fine. You can pull it off. Yeah, definitely. Um, excellent. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of It Is What It Is. This has been a product of 8-Bit, and you can find all of our content over at 8-Bit.net. And you can follow us on Twitter. Ryan is at HaggardMC. I am at Cruzy underscore mate. 8-Bit is at We Are 8-Bit on all the socials. Ryan. Yes, Where sir. can the people find all of the pop culturists' content? Uh, pretty simple, man. Head to, to search for The Pop Culturist. That's P-O-P-C-U-L-T-U-R-I-S-T-S. The Pop Culturist. Uh, we are on YouTube. We are on Twitch. Uh, we are on podcast services anywhere there are. Uh, but yes, that, they're the key places. We're try, right now we're trying to uh, do that push on YouTube to get over that, that, uh, you know, that 1K mark, mm. make that move. Get over um, there and give the guys a subscribe on YouTube. Yeah. Go and support. We do some cool shit. We got some, you know, we get some pre-release games, that sort of stuff. Like just, you know, trying to tempt you. Come on over. Come hang Love out. It. Love it. Love it. Uh, and pretty soon you'll hear that Jack Cruz on uh, on oh, yes. players. I can't so. wait. So good. I don't. Uh, I don't often get to talk video games anymore. Mm. Um, although I interject a topic when I can. Um, into this show um, I'm, I'm really glad to do that like as someone that, yeah. work, that works primarily in games when you're like yeah. you gave me the list and it's like Far Cry I'm like fuck yes yeah, yeah. I just something I, I was on like just on that 
and um, we did get away with it at the end. But it's just something that I was like, like I want to talk about this because I really love the Far Cry series, and I feel like people are projecting what they mm. want out of this rather than actually just critiquing it for what it is. Um, but uh, but you know, coming back to what we are talking about, and we were talking about, it's very late. It I'm, is. I feel like I'm uh, I'm I'm I'm. I'm crashing. I'm crashing and burning. Well, your voice is held out. There was a little, little scratchy there at the beginning of the topics. Bit, but, yeah, uh, it's come. It's come. You good. came back around. You won Excellent. it over. Excellent. I have a big night ahead of me. I have to. I have to admit. I'm. I've. To, I've got tomorrow off work. Hey. The last round of the Masters is on tonight. Um, the golf. So I'll be staying up to watch that. Oh, okay. So your big, your big, ra- your big night is not like something productive. It's watching golf. <laughs> watching golf. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna fucking nerd <laughs> out on the couch and just watch like. 12 hours of golf it's gonna be fantastic um but i don't know how i'm gonna fucking do it because i feel like i'm dying right now um but uh i'm sure you can have a nap good. and not miss much man it's golf yeah well i just i do i do I, I every year i take the sunday off to watch the last round of the british open and this year i just had a really good feeling about tiger woods and him winning the masters and doesn't look he's nowhere real near he's not gonna win it's not, not gonna happen <laughs> so, nah, not looking good no, but I'd, I'd taken the day off anyway. So I'm like, yeah, it should be. It's always good. It's always a, a good watch. So I'll, I'll watch the end of that. Um, well, I uh, should mention as well, we forgot to mention this at the start of the show. If anyone that, um, you know, was curious, I'm not Buddy Watson. Uh, no, yes, of course. Yes, he was supposed to be here this week. Yes. But uh, we are not he the same person. He, yeah, he died. He, he was in the, in the chicken, chicken trial. Yeah. He was in the chicken. He was doing guy. what he loved, which was chicken, which was nuggets. Yeah, he died so. doing. He died doing what he loved. Uh, no, <laughs> Buddy has had some uh, some technical difficulties with his uh, his recording apparatus, so he wasn't able to make it on this week. But uh, the boy Ryan Betson stepped up to the plate. That's it. Number it one substitute. Knocked it out of the park. Um, ladies and gentlemen, if you've, like I said earlier, if you've enjoyed the show, remember, head on over to iTunes. Give us a review and a subscribe. Um, tell your friends about us. It helps get the word out. Um, it helps us be discoverable. Remember to head on over and um, subscribe and like and share all of Ryan and the Pop Culture's content. They do fantastic work. Um, it's great to see more people in the Australian space making really high-quality content. So Thanks, man. Um, no, it's just good. Same as do. you guys with the 8-Bit crew. Like it's, mm. uh, I, hadn't, I didn't really find out about them until, you know, because I've known you, I've known you for a bit now. Mm. And you're like, hey, we're moving on over the 8-Bit. I'm like, I don't know who these guys are. Check mm. them out. I'm like, I probably should have known who these guys were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's a, it is a, like, you know, I can't overstate enough how much of a privilege it is to work with, you know, the 8-Bit crew, Brendan and Ali, Salim and Benny and, and everyone that's, you know, involved now. It's um it's really cool. It's given me this platform to to make this fucking show, which is all, like, I honestly, this is so much fun to do this. Like, I don't, you know, I don't, it's it's really is a privilege. I don't, sometimes I think you take it for granted because sometimes you can rock up for a podcast and you're like, ah, oh, it's work kind of thing. Yeah. But it really, yeah, once after sit- three-ish, years no i get you dude like i I forget like sometimes i have to sit back and look back look back Mm. when we started as radio like we had we were at 10 p.m on a thursday night yeah no one listened (laughs) and now it's you know three five years like three you know four years later yeah and we're on youtube and still no one listens yeah Yeah. it's just we've just done a different place no but like you know you're you're spot on there like it's one of those things you'll you'll look back in however long and you you look at this even this your first eight nine episodes and be like man fuck mm. by then you you know you're conversing with like legitimate people I'm not saying yeah. you haven't already but it's yeah. like <laughs> dealing with you're like real time po- real time pollies and shit you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. that'd be cool yeah fuck yeah absolutely absolutely i'll get pauline hansen on one day oh shit then you've uh <laughs> made it <laughs> made, made something <laughs> made something 
Uh, speaking of uh, legit people, next week I'll be joined by the yin to my yang, John O'Peck. <gasps> John O'Peck! John O'Peck will be returning to the show. Very much looking forward to having my boy on. Big fan of that John O'Peck. Oh, yeah, I'm a big fan of him. Much, most definitely. And if you've got any questions for myself or Jono, you can email us at hello at 8bit.net. That is the email address, hello at 8bit.net. Make sure to send through all of your queries, concerns, theories, um, anything you want to correct me on, anything you want to say that you think I'm wrong about, yeah, can, by all means. Some, just send conspiracy theories. There's, there's not enough conspiracy conspiracy theories anymore, Mark. Like, mm. like cryptozoology. Like, whatever happens, mm. like Bigfoot and shit. I love... I kind of... That sounds like... I really like that. I just had like a, a like a flash in the pan idea of like the new segment, the community's conspiracy theories. And it's like everyone, <laughs> someone sends like everyone sends their conspiracy theories in. I read one out at the end of each show. So I if mean, you have your conspiracy theories, email us hello at eight bit.net. I want to know what your conspiracy discuss theories the validity. Are. My yes. favorite, my favorite conspiracy theories that are so dumb is the real Avril Lavigne died like many many years ago. Oh yeah, repl- replaced by like a lookalike. I've heard this one, and that's why her big change in uh, musical styling, like when she made you know Skater Boy and whatnot, was very like yeah. pop, pop, very pop punk. And then she died. They're bringing this new one that they could make more marketable, and then then they started making her pop artist. Brilliant! <laughs> I love it. Absolutely, it's so dumb. <laughs> Favorite. Uh, Ryan, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on um, Man. tonight. I, I'm, I'm so looking forward to doing more stuff with you guys and I'd love to have you back on the show anytime. I'd be lo- I'd love to come back if you want to try and wrap up the show three times and I just make prevent it from that. Oh, I love it. That's good. The more the merrier. The more the merrier. Until next time, friends, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs>